0: Now we are going to be looking at another story or parable from the Bible which has a lot of hidden meanings, profound truths that are normally missed out when you casually read them. You have to sit at the feet of God and meditate upon these words to receive these hidden meanings. As I mentioned before, the Lord reveals these mysteries only to a true seeker. So the next parable that we're going to be looking about is in Luke chapter 15, verse 11 onwards. It's the parable of the lost son or the parable of the prodigal son. Let's uh, go through the story. This is one of the most popular stories in the Gospels. And it's something that all of us know, and uh, you know, we use that uh, to uh, refer to us. And it's one of the most favorite stories in the Gospels. And it goes like this in verse 11, Jesus continued, And there was a man who had two sons. So the younger one said to his father, Father, give me my share of the estate. So he divided his property between them. Not long after that, The younger son got together all he had and set off for a distant country and there squandered his wealth in wild living. After he had spent everything, there was a severe famine in the whole country and he began to be in need. So he went and hired himself out to a citizen of that country who sent him to his fields to feed the pigs. He longed to fill his stomach with the pods that the pigs were eating but no one gave him anything. bring the fattened calf and kill it let's have a feast and celebrate for the son of mine was dead and is alive again he was lost and is found so they began to celebrate now till here we all know the story and we enjoy the story and you know we consider ourselves like this lost son who has come back and the father is throwing a party he's clothing us with the best of robes and he's putting ornaments on us and you know we we just are in that party mode we are in that party mode always that is what we always like to think of and we don't like to go beyond that so till here we all know and we all remember and enjoy this. But what happens when the party is over? The party will not go on forever and ever. As we know, you know, nothing goes on forever. And we also, as believers, must come out of that party face, the party mode. You know, as believers, we seem to be stuck in this party mode. We, we come to Jesus and it's celebration and, you know, you didn't have to do anything. You got the ring, you got the free robes, you got the favor of the Father, the party, the love of the Father, the welcome of the Father. Everything is done. But what happens once the party is over? You know, uh, there's a small glimpse of that in verse 25. It says, Meanwhile, the older son was in the field and when he came near the house, he heard music and dancing. So he called one of the servants and asked him what was going on. Your brother has come, they replied, and your father has killed the fattened calf because he has him back safe and sound. Now the older brother became angry and refused to go in. So his father went out and pleaded with him. But the elder son answered his father, look, all these years I have been slaving for you and never disobeyed your orders. Now that is a small glimpse of what the younger son will also have to do once this partying is over. That was something that the Holy Spirit revealed to me and it just blew my mind away because we as believers tend to be stuck in this party mode, this party phase. And we think that that's all there is in our Christian walk. But there is something that is very important that God is expecting out of each of His children. It says... All these years I have been slaving for you and never disobeyed your orders. So now the younger son, once the partying is over, he will also now go back to working hard for the father and not disobeying the father's orders. You will have to go and work in the father's vineyard. That's something that we all miss out. We have Probably never thought of what could have happened after the party was done. Have you ever thought what could have happened after the son came back and after the party was finished? We are all stuck in this party phase forever. The younger son will now have to go back to working for the father like the older son. And a big part of working for the father is, you know, never disobeying the father's commands, never disobeying Jesus, our Lord's commands, working in his kingdom. In fact, time and time again, it is seen in parables over and over again. In the parable of the talents also, this particular point is mentioned. You know, uh, once you become a servant of the Most High God, once you become a son of the Most High God, you know, uh, you just don't sit there lazing around, partying all the time. You now go to work for the Father, for the Master. God hates it when you sit like the third servant, you know, where you just hide your gift uh, or your talents under the ground. That's what Is the state of many believers today we the gift that we have been given we just hide it we don't do anything we don't work it out we don't multiply to it we don't add to it but there's a very strong warning given in Luke chapter 12 verse 47 and 48 the servant who knows his master's will and does not get ready or does not do what the master wants will be beaten with many blows But the one who does not know but does things deserving punishment will be beaten with a few blows. From everyone who has been given much, much will be demanded. And from the one who has been entrusted with much, much more will be asked. We forget this verse. More grace has been given to the New Testament church means more will be demanded out of us by the Father. We cannot give the excuse that, you know, uh, I have grace and so now it's just me smooth sailing to heaven. No, God is expecting a multiplication of what has been given to me. And that multiplication is only for one reason. That I will glorify his name. Sitting like the third servant, a lazy servant, actually puts a black spot on the name of your master. You know, there is a verse that says, The father is also working every day till the present time. He doesn't rest. He's constantly working, he's holding things together. You know, he is always at work. How can we be lazy as believers then? How can we be lazy as believers then? So let's move from the party phase and start working for our master wholeheartedly. After what he has done for us on the cross, we would willingly and happily be his slave for life. Working for him with all our heart, obeying him with a passion because our only desire now will be to please this God, the master of our lives. Shalom.